Well, hello. Welcome to episode three of Pegasus Radio. In this episode, I look at what I've learned over the last 18 years as a business owner running a recruitment consultancy. Um, and maybe how, why that's applicable to, I guess, the, the wider consultancy market that I generally serve. Okay, let's dive in. So a couple of days ago, my 10-year anniversary at Pegasus Search and Selection popped up on LinkedIn. Thank you very much for all those individuals who liked or congratulated me, wished me well for my uh, 10-year service. I've actually been in business 18 years, in fact, almost 19. I set up Jigsaw Search and Selection back in May 2001, along with uh, another business partner of mine, good friend James. I had essentially, um, I started in recruitment age 21. I went to two very small businesses that were kind of highly unprofessional. Um, I eventually ended up joining a business called Beresford Blake Thomas, no longer exists, uh, now is being consumed and essentially Randstad. And that's when I started my journey dealing with the, essentially the QSPM and building survey markets. After maybe less than two years, I decided I wasn't, wasn't happy with life at BBT. Um, met, some, met some great people there, but fundamentally I didn't, didn't like some of the systems and processes that were, that were employed. I didn't feel that I was serving my clients or my candidates very well. Um, I felt like I was just encouraged to spam them with, uh, with CVs. So, as I say, at the um, ripe old age of 25, I decided to set up my own business, Jigsaw, and um, see if I could do it myself. And Jigsaw was, um, I guess, a great period of my life. We, we grew pretty rapidly, um, I guess, topping out in terms of number of staff at around 42 in kind of middle of 2007. Now, I certainly made a lot of mistakes along the way um, with with that business. It was, you know, certainly it was fair to say naive um, in business, um, and I, I'm going to obviously kind of deal with some of those um, issues that I learned and, and maybe um, how I do things differently now. Um, but yeah, we were doing quite well. Um, all young, I had a pretty young team, and the fun and games that goes, uh, you know, with with managing the kind of characters in that in that kind of uh, dynamic, and. You know, that said, we, we thought we were pretty invincible. Certainly, if you'd have asked us 2007, we would have said that, yeah, we're going to keep on growing. 2008 then hit us, um, you know, frankly, like a sledgehammer. First half of the, first half of the year was, um, was, was slow, but, you know, we, we thought we were weathering it. And then the second half, you know, got progressively worse until in October, obviously, layman's crashed. That led to a global downturn. We quickly realised we were um, struggling. Coincided with a really kind of dark period of my life as well. My, I lost my father to cancer in on the 4th of November 2008. Um, and on the 15th of December, I had to sit with my remaining team, tell them that unfortunately Jigsaw was going to liquidation and I couldn't pay them um, for Christmas. It's fair to say one of the most painful periods of my life. 
in fact, the most painful period of my life, to be precise. So that did knock me sideways for a while, frankly, um, and it took me until kind of March time to recognise that actually I still love recruitment, and I set up Pegasus then, hence why I've just had the 10-year anniversary flash up on LinkedIn. So I guess fundamentally, um, Jigsaw... Uh, jigsaw, jigsaw went wrong because the, the, the key key factor, I think, as well much as anything else, is that we had no fat on the goose. We we were, I guess, over leveraged as a business. And when the downturn came, our two, I guess, kind of major creditors, um, being the the bank and the landlord, were not prepared to give us any leeway whatsoever, and essentially kind of forced our hand. We had no choice but to go down the liquidation route. As a consequence, I would say Pegasus is a, is a vastly different business. Certainly kind of leaner with lower overhead costs, more humble. I would say we're a business that are, that is focused on profit as opposed to turnover. I would say I'm a lot more focused on kind of hiring the right people at the right time in their kind of journey and career and, and that fit our culture. Um, and, and that, you know, I also have pretty honest conversations with them about prospects for development. After all, we are a small business. And lastly, the, you know, the big difference between probably Pegasus and Jigsaw is that I've got a lot of cash in the bank. Um, I'm not prepared to spend it on flash things, and I, you know, I've, I'm, I'm prepared for a rainy day, which inevitably will come. You know, we have economic cycles. Brexit aside, there will be a rainy day period at some point where where fees are maybe not as um, forthcoming as they are now. So I, I've got cash in the bank to weather that. So a vastly different business to uh, to where we were with Jigsaw, which was certainly an over-leveraged business with overdrafts, um, loans, etc., to facilitate growth. So I guess I just wanted to I guess share with you my my lessons, um, what I learned at Jigsaw, what I've learned at Pegasus, and the fact that I'm now 43 and 18, nearly 19 years into this. And I think actually you'll find it's probably applicable to most businesses, certainly most consultancy businesses. I think the first one is just be clear why you're going into business and, and what your what your aspirations, what your expectations are. You know, if you want to be, um, if you want to own own a yacht in the in the south of France in in 10, 20 years, then then clearly you're going to have to go at one heck of a pace, um, make certain sacrifices. Um, you know, the business will have to be the the, the thing in your life. Um, as opposed to maybe just having a lifestyle business that gives you, um, allows you the freedom to, to kind of almost do what you like and you know you could almost maybe have, have, the, have the business part-time um, if you're good at what you do. So I do think you need to be clear and, and set yourself, um, you know, realistic targets depending on what you actually want to achieve. Now I think secondly, um, which maybe counterintuitively if you want to own a yacht in the south of France in 20 years, you're not going to do, but certainly one, one thing I would advocate for a consultancy business growing is, is to grow at a manageable rate. Um, you know, again, we had periods at Jigsaw where we tried to grow, I think, too quickly, put too much strain on the business from a financial perspective, um, and perhaps didn't do as thorough a job as we could have done, both in identifying and hiring the right individual suitable to us, um, and also, I guess, supporting them with their with their development. I think, thirdly, don't over-leverage costs. As I said before, um, at Jigsaw, fundamentally, our our hands became tied because our two largest creditors, the bank, 
whom we had both an overdraft and, and a loan with, and our landlord. We were in a very flash office um, in the centre of Leeds. We'd spent I think circa a hundred grand on the fit out, which back in you know back in two thousand and six seven was a heck of a lot of money for a for a small business. Um, and we essentially over leveraged ourselves on, on, on the in, in the naive view that we were going to continue to grow, uh, and, it, and it was all good. Um, you know, and 2008 hit us smack in the face. So, personally, I would say, look, don't over leverage your costs. Always be in control of that. Don't don't get into too much debt. Certainly not if you're a consultancy business. You know, I get that maybe if you're in a business such as manufacturing, you maybe have to make those large investments. But in consultancy, where fundamentally your your largest cost by far should be your staff. Um, you know, overledging yourself and getting fancy is, is not probably um, that sensible in my view. It certainly puts a lot of strain on you. Next is hire for cultural fit. Um, you know, again, um, we probably hired some people who, well, in fact, we probably always try to hire for culture. Um, but the second part of that is don't be afraid to fire fast if the if the individual doesn't turn out to be the right individual, the right attitude and the right culture to fit with your business. My honest experience is there were individuals I hired who I knew pretty quickly were probably not right for our business. Um, but I kind of I, 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 I kind of kidded myself that they would they would come round. And I think I I think what a lot of business owners do is forget the simple kind of concept of sunk costs. And why about what I mean by that is um, I guess my my probably my perception was look I've already invested a lot of time and effort in this individual um, I've got to see the investment come good as it were and so continue to believe even though deep down I knew they weren't they weren't going to be a success or weren't right for the business I'd keep on hoping naively they were uh, because I'd already invested a lot of money and I guess the concept of sunk costs is that look you've already sunk that cost um, it's not going to be retrieved um, kind of making it worse by just extending your losses by retaining somebody who isn't right for the business is just going to consume more of your management time, more of your emotional energy, and and perhaps even you know m- make it more difficult for you to manage the people you really want to be in the business and, and do a good job for them. I think thirdly, I'm not thirdly, whatever number we're up to now is, um, you know, certainly for me, you either have to be, you either have to have a very diversified client base or. or Perhaps a different way of putting it, you have to always be on the on the lookout for new clients. Um, I think where a lot of business owners go wrong is they um, become comfortable with a handful of clients that they do a great job for, and perhaps take their foot off the gas in terms of getting out there winning new business. Danger, of course, with that is that relationships change. You know, you may have a director in that business that you have a very good relationship with. They may they may leave that business, um, and suddenly. The your the new director, I guess, who's who you you'd be interacting with, just doesn't get on with you, and suddenly, before you know it, that kind of relationship disappears. So certainly, always be on the hunt for new clients. Um, cash is king, as I alluded to earlier. You know, Pegasus is vastly different to to Jigsaw. We're not over leveraged. We don't have overdrafts. We don't have loans, um, and I've got cash in the bank. Um, and yes, I could draw that out and you know buy myself a flash car, etc., etc. But you know, it's not my style. Now I'm a lot more humble. I'm a lot more about look, making sure that the business is is sound, and that comes on to that kind of classic term in business that profit is sanity, turnover is vanity. You know, pursuing turnover without a credible, solid business um, that also doesn't generate a decent chunk of profit is is just madness. Because again, 
in the downturns, um, you, you, you'll suddenly find that your, your costs are over leveraged relative to what you can generate fee-wise. I think this one's really important to me, this next one, is, is don't build an empire, build a business. You know, again, one of the lessons I would probably have learned from jigsaws that we had, um, we, we invested a lot of money, as I say, a very swanky office. We probably, in hindsight, had a, had a too large admin team versus fee earners. And we were almost kind of building a business re- relative to something that could sustain something a lot bigger, which is which is fine if it had worked out, but certainly, you know, my, my attitude this time is, look, I will I'll concentrate on earning fees, earning decent profits, and, and kind of grow that slowly, as opposed to, yeah, thinking that I'm, I'm or, or getting trapped into thinking I'm, 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 bu- I'm building something massive. Um, you know, more for me, yeah, a strong, sustainable business that grows organically at the right pace um, is a lot, a lot more favorable. Um, you know, certainly, you know, Candidly, I probably I probably loved my time at Jigsaw more when it was ten people as opposed to when it was forty people. It became all about managing um, kind of egos, inter- internal conflicts with different people, etc. Um, and kind of took me away from what I loved doing. So, again, certainly currently at the moment, Pegasus is a lot smaller. We, we will continue to grow, but as I say, at a more managed pace, ensuring that we've got the right people um, on, on the bus. And yeah, lastly, obviously I've alluded to it a few times now, there will be a rainy day. Be prepared for it, anticipate it, expect it at some point. Um, I fear for some business I see now, both in recruitment and the wider consultancy market, um, who again I feel are over leveraged and, and feel that they're just continuing to invest because they're going to continue to grow. The danger is I think they'll, they'll, they'll catch a cold when, um, when, when the bad times come. So, you know, I think, yeah, always have cash in the bank. Um, always be probably trying to de-risk and diversify your business by the clients you deal with so that you, you've always got different clients, I guess, to deal with across perhaps different sectors um, or be an absolute expert in one sector. But that's probably another subject for another another day. So, yeah, that's it. That's my uh, my rundown of what um, what lessons I've certainly learned in business. Um, you know, I hope that's valuable to maybe um, other recruiters. I hope it's valuable to other, other consultancy owners. I hope it's viable if you're kind of considering looking at a job, you know, can you test some of these some of these things with, with some of these businesses? You know, are you are you looking at a business where the the owners are all driving around in in, in very expensive cars and looking like they're they're flaunting their money? Um, do you know that the business has got a very kind of secure business plan and is not just kind of thriving on, on living from year to year um, and just seeing what happens each year but actually as a robust business plan do you know that business has money in the bank do you get a feel that they're very focused on on hiring the right people with the right culture the right attitudes so that when you come in there you will find that you you, you know you, you may you arguably may never get on with absolutely everyone but overall you know 90% of the people in that business you, you, you get on really well with because they're they're just individuals who fit with your kind of culture and attitude and and you can buy into that so yeah i think it's worth looking at some of those dynamics when you're assessing um certainly moving to a to a consultancy business okay i hope that's been interesting as i say i will be changing it up um i am i am kind of speaking to a few people at the moment about potentially um letting me interview them for the podcast um and once again if you've got any you know ideas um subjects you would like me to tackle on this podcast please do reach out to me via email, LinkedIn, phone call, etc. Okay, have a great week. Take care. Bye. 